Good morning, welcome to Daf Zayin, Shabbat, page 7. As we continue to further define the Arba Rishuyas, the four domains of Shabbos, we've already talked about Rishus HaYachid. Rishus HaYachid is any area that's four by four tfachim, and either ten tfachim high, or maybe even ten tfachim, or yes, ten tfachim deep. If you have a ditch, ten tfachim deep, four by four, that would be Rishus HaYachid. Rishus HaRabim is generally understood to be very public places, public squares. A lot of Rishonim say it has to be 600,000 people there, which is why Rishus HaYachid is actually very limited. And now we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, Carmelists, the third category, which is actually a rabbinic Category according to Torah, there's only Rishas and Rishas Rabin, private, public, and Makam Torah where you're allowed to carry. But anyways, we start talking about the Rishas Rabin, and we had said before that if you have either a sea or a bika, an area of open fields, or a bench area right outside the store, or if you have a Carmelist, all these things are not Rishas Yachan, Rishas Rabin. Rather, they have the status of a Carmelist, and you have to be strict. And as a practical issue, most of our areas we consider them to be a Carmelist. So, but the Gavar is going to now focus on the bika. Why are we considering the bika to be a Rishas? Carmelis, but we have a Mishnah actually in Taharos, dealing with purity and impurity, that says that if you have a Bika, it depends. If it's during the summer months, when the harvest has already happened, and people then actually do use uh, open fields, like think about like a wheat field, you know, or a corn field, they might use it to, go, to traverse it. Then, um, during the summer months, um, eat, uh, for, for Tumwan, it has a status of Rosh Hashanah, um, but, but, but for Shabbos, even during the seven months, it has a status of Rishos Yachid. And the Gemara, so it seems that here we're, in the Mishnah Taharis, we seem to be saying that a bick in open field has a status of Rishos Yachid, but yet when it comes, but here we're saying that it's a Carmelist. And the answer is when it says it, it's a, it's a um, Rishos Yachid, it just means that it's not a Rishos Rabbim, especially over there, the main source has to do with Tom of and the concept of Carmelist doesn't really uh, apply in that case. Another answer has to do with whether or not it has Mechitzos. If it's like a big open field, like a wheat field that has walls around it, then it's mamish, then it's literally like a Rishos HaYachid, and then it has all the rules of Rishos HaYachid, whether for stringency or for, or, for, for, or for leniency. But if it's an open field, think about if you're out in the country and there's a, a wheat field, then it will have the status of a Carmelis. Uh, the Gemara goes on and talks about different examples of what we would call a Carmelis. One is a Karen Zavis. Let's say you have a series of row houses. They're all Rishus HaYachid, Rishuyot HaYachid. They're all individual properties. And let's say they butt up against the Rishus Arab in the public thoroughfare. But one house, let's say, is recessed a little bit back. And there's a little nook. There's a little area where people could go into, but it's not as easy as just walking straight through. Maybe you'd walk there if there'd be a tremendous overflow of traffic. You might go, go into that nook for a little bit. But the rule of bottom is it has a status of Carmelis, this in-between area, and it's not a Shosiachin. Another example is the Tzdaba, if you have a, um, a Namudim, if you have either, let's say, pillars or different benches or seats where vendors would, would, would sell their things or hang their things, then according to uh, most opinions of the Gemara, these things are also considered to be Carmelis. Um, and the Gemara goes on to explain all these different kinds of things. Bottom line is, if it's a Carmelis, it has the stringencies of both. So therefore, on a rabbinic level, therefore we have to say that if you go from a Rishos Rabbim into a Carmelis, you're, you're not allowed to do that. And you also can't go from a Rishos Yachid into a Carmelis, and you also can't carry four cubits in the Carmelis. Uh, the Gemara goes on, uh, and talks about other things, other rules that if you have things which are actually lower than three tachim, because of the rule of lavud, it's actually considered as if it is part of the ground itself, and therefore if it would be in a Rishos Rabbim, it would have the status of Rishos Rabbim. But anything above three tachim, let's say between three and ten tachim, and if it's less 
than four by four, then it would actually have the status of what's called the makom p'tor. And this is why a lot of times you'll hear people talk about a fire hydrant, a fire hydrant being a makom p'tor. So if you're walking outside and you're accidentally carrying something, maybe you're allowed to put it onto a uh, fire hydrant. Uh, Gemara goes on to talk about an interesting case. If let's say you have uh, a house where there's a roof on the house and the actual airspace of the house is only nine tfachim high. So a Rosh Yachid actually needs to be 10 tfachim, four by four, and 10 tfachim high. This is only nine tfachim and it's only with the thickness of the roof itself. So the halacha is that if you're on top of the roof, then you're in a Rosh But if you're inside the house, which is literally enclosed, you're actually not in a Rosh That would be called a karmless. So again, it's four by four, but less than 10. So then it would be actually be called a karmless and it would be forbidden to walk four amos in that house. So if, imagine if you have like a little playhouse <laughs> in the middle of the Rosh Rabim, which is very small, so it might fit in that, those dimensions and then it would be considered a karmless. Uh, however, if you dig on the bottom, uh, a place of four by four, then of course the place of four by four, which now has one uh, tefach underground to make it to a total of 10. Of course, that's Rosh Hashanah. But even the sides uh, are also called Chure Rosh Hashanah. They're considered like holes or crevices that are connected to Rosh Hashanah and therefore they would also have the status of Rosh Hashanah. Um, and the Gemara goes on to explain many other examples of how we define Karmelis, how we define Tfantfachim. That will conclude Dav Zayin. We'll be back tomorrow night after Shabbos for Dav Ches. Good morning, welcome to Daf Zayn, Shabbat, page 7. As we continue to further define the Arba Rishuyos, the four domains of Shabbos, we've already talked about Rishus HaYachid. Rishus HaYachid is any area that's four by four tfachim, and either ten tfachim high, or maybe even ten tfachim, or yes, ten tfachim deep. If you have a ditch, ten tfachim deep, four by four, that would be Rishus HaYachid. Rishus HaRabim is generally understood to be very public places, public squares. A lot of Rishonim say it has to be 600,000 people there, which is why Rishus is actually very limited. And now we're going to talk a little bit about, uh, about uh, Carmelis, the third category, which is actually a rabbinic category. According to Torah, there's only Rishus and Rishus private, public, and Makam Torah, where you're allowed to carry. But anyways, we start talking about the Rishus and we had said before that if you have either a sea or a bika, an area of open fields, or a bench area right outside the store, or if you have a Carmelis, all these things are not Rishos Yachar and Rishos Rabin, rather they have the status of a Carmelis and you have to be strict. And as a practical issue, most of our areas, we consider them to be a Carmelis. So, but the Gavar is going to not focus on the Bikkha. Why are we considering the Bikkha to be a Carmelis? But we have a Mishnah actually in Taharos, dealing with purity and impurity, that says that if you have a Bikkha, it depends. If it's during the summer months, when the harvest has already happened and people then actually do use uh, open fields, like think about like a wheat field, you know, or a corn field. They might use it to go to traverse it. Then um, during the summer months, um, e- uh, for for tumah it has a status of rishus rabim, um, but e- but but for shabbos even during the summer months it has a status of rishus yachid. And the Gemara, so it seems that here we're in the Mishnah Taharis, we seem to be saying that a bit in open field has a status of Rosh Yachid, but yet when it comes, but here we're saying that it's a Karmelis. And the answer is when it says that it, it's a, it's a um, Rosh Hashayachid, it just means that it's not a Rosh Hashayachid, especially over there, the main source has to do with Tom of and the concept of Karmelis doesn't really uh, apply in that case. Another answer has to do with whether or not it has Mechitzos. If it's like a big open field, like a wheat field that has walls around it, then it's mamish, then it's literally like a rishos hayachid, and then it has all the rules of rishos hayachid, whether for stringency or for, or, for, for, or for leniency. But if it's an open field, think about if, if you're out in the country and there's a, a wheat field, then it will have the status of a Carmelis. Uh, the Gemara goes on 
It talks about different examples of what we would call a karmelis. One is a karen zavis. Let's say you have a series of row houses. They're all rishus hayachid, rishuyot hayachid. They're all individual properties. And let's say they butt up against the rishus harap in the public thoroughfare. But one house, let's say, is recessed a little bit back. And there's a little nook, there's a little area where people could go into, but it's not as easy as just walking straight through. Maybe you'd walk there if there'd be a tremendous overflow of traffic. You might go, go into that nook for a little bit. But the rule bottom is it has a status of Carmelis, this in-between area, and it's not a Shosiachid. Another example is the Tzdaba, if you have a, um, a Namudim, if you have either, let's say, pillars or different benches or seats where vendors would, would, would sell their things or hang their things, then according to uh, most opinions of the Gemara, these things are also considered to be Carmelis. Um, and the Gemara goes on to explain all these different kinds of things. Bottom line is, if it's a Carmelis, it has the stringencies of both. So therefore, on a rabbinic level, therefore we have to say that if you go from a Roshosa Rabbim into a Carmelis, you're, you're not allowed to do that. And you also can't go from a Roshosa Yachid into a Carmelis, and you also can't carry four cubits in the Carmelis. Uh, the Gemara goes on uh, and talks about other things, other rules that if you have things which are actually lower than three Tachim, because of the rule of Lavud, it's actually considered as if it is part of the ground itself, and therefore, if it would be in a Rosh Hashanah, it would have the status of Rosh Hashanah. But anything above three Tachim, let's say between three and ten Tachim, and if it's less than four by four, then it would actually have the status of what's called the Makam Pator. And this is why a lot of times you'll hear people talk about a fire hydrant, a fire hydrant being a Makam Pator. So if you're walking outside and you're accidentally are carrying something, maybe you're allowed to put it onto a uh, fire hydrant. Uh, Gamar goes on to talk about an interesting case. If let's say you have uh, a house where there's a roof on the house and the actual airspace of the house is only nine tefachim high. So a Rosh Hashanah actually needs to be ten tefachim, four by four, and ten tefachim high. This is only nine tefachim and it's only with the thickness of the roof itself. So the halacha is that if you're on top of the roof, then you're in a Rosh Hashanah. But if you're inside the house, which is literally enclosed, you're actually not in a Rosh Hashanah. That would be called a Karmelis. Again, it's four by four, but less than ten. So then it would actually be called a Karmelis and it would be forbidden to walk four Amos in that house. So if, imagine if you have like a little Playhouse <laughs> in the middle of the Rosh Hashanah, which is very small, so it might fit in that, those dimensions and then it would be considered a Karmelis. Uh, however, if you dig on the bottom, uh, a place of four by four, then of course the place of four by four, which now has one uh, tefach underground to make it to a total of ten. Of course, that's a Rosh Hashanah. But even the sides uh, are also called Chure Rosh Hashanah. They're considered like holes or crevices that are connected to the Rosh Hashanah, and therefore they would also have the status of Rosh Hashanah. Um, and the Gemara goes on to explain many other examples of how we define Karmelis, how we define Tfen Tfachim. That will conclude Dav Zayn. We'll be back tomorrow night after Shabbos for Dav Ches.